Good morning, Flagler. The doctors are in. I'm Dr. Scott Cleos. And I'm Dr. Andrea Cleos. And we are here once again to talk about your health and health issues right here in Flagler, Volusia, and St. John's County. What do you got going on this week, Dr. Andrea? I've got a birthday of a 100-year-old woman. Really? Yes, tomorrow. I didn't know that. Who yeah. is this? We got a lot of 100-year-old friends. Is I know. Because of your I, think diet we're, I think we've got a blue zone going on around here. I'm not sure if that's true or not. We well, got, we definitely have a lot of 90 and 100-year-olds and a lot of 80-year-olds. I mean, I think... They're not the ones visiting on the bikes, I don't think. <laughs> Those guys aren't normally living to 100. Yes, but, uh, so there's a lot of healthy people around, and uh, I think that's a testament to the last 30 years, but I think the upcoming 30 years... May not be a good thing, but you know, living. I look at the two women that I know that are in their hundreds uh, Emma's mother, who's a hundred and a half, and this beautiful woman who's having her birthday tomorrow. Um, and you know, what's amazing is they have amazing family support. Are we invited support. to the party? Yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, they have amazing family support. Um, they live, their families become very, very important to them. And they have, each one of them has their own things to do. Emma's mother loves living, making her garden. She helps with the cooking. She cleans, she takes care of herself. She cleans up her room. She, she's involved in managing the house. Um, the beautiful woman tomorrow, she, up until right before COVID, she was making, so into her nineties, she was making, um, like turkeys for the homeless, um, for Thanksgiving, she never, the last 15, 20 years I know, she never really had Thanksgiving at home by herself or with her family. She actually made 20, 30 turkeys and would bring them to the homeless shelter. shelter. Thanksgiving Day, she fell the, fed the homeless. And this goes back to the Blue Zone concept that J- Japanese have called ikigai, purpose. And when we, and when they as families serve their own families and their families grow up and they don't need them anymore, then they turn around and serve the community. And those of you that are Christians, you know the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They're gifts not for ourselves, but they're gifts for others. And the reality is it, it, it really makes your life so much better when you do things for others. And it's not about me or how I can judge another human being for how they act or how they behave or what they do or don't do, but rather, what can I do to better the lives of my own family and the people around me to make our community a better, happier place? And and living and sharing and giving, it's, it's just learning how to lessen our entitlement and learning how to do what's right for others. And that just makes life more beautiful. And when you live life that way, you can live a happier, potentially longer life. Now, of course, you got to eat right. You got to make sure you rest. You got to make sure you do your activities. But when you're serving others, you are active and you, you have purpose. So you might withstand the arthritis or the aches and the pains. You go to bed because you want to get up to do that job again because you care. And that, I think, really gives a much more dynamic energy to your life that's that's bigger than yourself i think you're going to be a saint one day (laughs) i don't think so (laughs) i don't think so i'm all about me i'm sorry andrea good thing you're so altruistic because i'm very needy right so thank you you're needy we make a good yin and yang right (laughs) no you're a very good person scott and you do a lot of really good things for a lot of people I, i think we do our fair share for sure um, and, uh, you know, I think what's most important, whatever makes you happy, I mean, without, 
you know, infringing on anyone else's happiness, I think is what you need to pursue. And if you can do that and be, um, oh, here's Andrea with all her stuff bu- buzzing. Why are you doing that during our radio show? I was actually, Between you and the dogs, I'm going to have to gonna fire gonna shut, all of you. I'm going to shut the door so we can have the dogs not be barking. This is great. Who else gives you a radio show right from their own... Uh, ba- uh, right from their own bedroom with the dogs and the wife all, you know, beeping their electronics and the dogs yapping. Isn't this like personal and up, and up close? <laughs> it's fantastic. But, you know, I, I think what's most important is to be comfortable in your skin and, you know, go out and do what's right um, for your community and for your family and try to reduce the little episodes of confrontation that just you know, make your adrenal squeeze and get you all revved up. And I think that's, that's the best thing that you can hope for, right? right. Is to serve um, uh, your community and your family and, and, you know, take your God-given talents and, and do what you were designed to do. I really believe that all of us were sent on earth here with certain gifts. And uh, of course, we've got our limitations. And if you can uh, minimize those limitations and accentuate those gifts, uh, you can do some great stuff for your family and your community. Uh, You know, you look at even people like historically, like Einstein, the guy was an absolute genius, came up with concepts that were, you know, just earth-shaking. I mean, no one even considered anything like this and basically brought in the whole concepts of quantum mechanics and relativity. But the guy had a hard time functioning in life. (laughs) He really could. He could hardly dress himself. And he was so absent-minded. And those things just weren't important to him. But this is a guy who, you know, contributed greatly to society. But if he wouldn't have pursued his... um, interest using his innate abilities and talents, he probably would have had a very difficult time because I don't think he could have functioned normally in a regular job. But this is someone who was able to, you know, discover his talents and apply them appropriately to change the world, right? So, I mean, I I think we all have that And I think that's why sometimes when we, we are around people that may be different, it's best not to judge because there's something special about them that may impact the world in a good way. And sometimes it's our job as a community and as families to, to look for the good in the person for sure. and see what their potentials are. Because but, each one of us has something special. And, um, and it's easy to point out when somebody doesn't do things right. But we also have to remember there's something good. And, we, and when we do remind people that they are good, they actually change. I I really believe that. My son, when he was younger and he was getting into a lot of trouble, it was almost like if if he, you know, the more you hang out with a bad kid, you believe you're bad. And I said, but I used to tell him Bear, I said, you're not, I used to call him Bear, I still call him Bear. I said, Bear, you're not a bad kid. You got a good heart. You're a good person. And and it was reminding him who you are. You're You're not this way. You're of goodness. You're of truth, you know? And, and when you put somebody down over and over and over and over again, you just stick them in that bad hole. And none of us want to be in that bad hole. But sometimes we're different. Sometimes people aren't the same as everybody else. And so because they're different, they're looked at maybe in a negative light. And sometimes we need to celebrate the differences and help discover the beauty in that person and who they are. Um, and, and I think that really helps 
people that are different like Einstein, because then they can flourish in who they're meant to be in the world. Yeah, so just just to give you some little history on Stevie, yeah, we've talked about him before on our radio show, and he was difficult from the ages of about you know, 12 to 18. So for you uh, out there who are listening to this show who've got a 10 or 11-year-old, buckle up, Buttercup, because the best is yet to come. And it is it is infuriating. Like no, everyone has one, I think. Everyone has one in the family. So if you only have one, that's the one, I'm sure. But I I'm think everyone's honest. got the difficult one. Uh, ours was our son. Thank God it wasn't our daughter, because if our daughter was doing what our son was doing, it would have been very difficult. But it was so funny, you know, I look in the past, and Andrew is right. I mean, I used to come home from work, and almost every day, Stevie and Andrew would be going at each other, because they're two peas in a pod. But anyway, they were fighting constantly, and, you know, it was very frustrating for both of us. And, uh, you know, Stevie used to say some very derogatory things about the family, how he didn't want to be around us. But we always reminded him that we were his parents, we loved him, and that uh, uh, we just didn't like some of the things that he was doing. And uh, Andrea did call him Bear uh, when he was being good and had all other, all other choice words for him when he wasn't being good. <laughs> but, uh, the funny thing is now that Stevie's not here, he's out in Colorado, um, the relationship with him and his mom couldn't be better, right? And as much as they fought when he was in his formative years from that 12 to 18 years and couldn't wait to get out from under our tutelage, you know, when he's stressed and he needs someone to talk to, he calls his mom, you know, and he actually bought her for Mother's Day one day a little cup that says Mama Bear. So he, she calls him Bear and, you know, he calls her Mama Bear or whatever. So it's this little cutesy little thing that they do. And I use the Mama Bear cup all the time because it's one of the biggest cups we have and I can put my coffee, my full thing of coffee and milk in it so I have to bring it to work and everyone looks at me and they're like who's mama bear and I'm like ah oh, and I have to tell them the whole story it's Andrea's cup and it's the relationship she has with her son and you know it just reminds me of how you can make a difference in your personal attitude depending on you on how you handle a situation will kind of determine the outcome so as as infuriating as your kids can be during those teenage years, you just got to be reasonable and rational. And if you, if you fly off the handle every time they're screwing up, uh, you're going to destroy your relationship and it may not be recoverable. But, you know, I think the kids have to understand that at that point in their life, you're their parent and you're going to have that relationship where you're going to turn them into a productive and responsible member of society. And that's your role and your responsibility at that point in life. And one day you will be friends. And now we are friends with our kids and our kids friends. So it's great. We just had the other day, our kids, neither one of us are in, or neither one of them are in the house anymore. And some of the um, friends of our kids came up came over and celebrated Father's Day with us, which was nice. I mean, you know, so that's the kind of relationship you want to have, which I think will contribute to your longevity, barring any kind of, you know, catastrophic event in your life. But, you know, being in touch with your community, your family, your friends um, are all important support structures that I think contribute to your overall good health and possibly your longevity. So, Go out there and be friendly and be happy and do what you can. And I'm not saying we're angels by any means because I still have neighbors I have difficulty talking to ah, because of things that there, they, yeah. uh, no, there's some I still don't want to talk to. So, but I mean, you know, and it's just because of the things that they did in the past that I consider almost unforgivable. Um, but, you know, for a while there living in our neighborhood, 
I don't think we were friends with anyone. Between our dogs and my son, I think everyone had a beef with us for a while. <laughs> but they've gotten over it. So, you know, I just kind of stay away from them because, you know, habitually when I would get into an argument with somebody, I would kind of fly off the handle. I'd try to start off all calm, cool, and collect, and then I would just lose my, my stuff. And it never turned out well. But I got a great story for you. I don't oh, even think you good. know this one. Yay. I wanted to take a break. Actually, let's take a break, and I'll tell you my story of how I've evolved and actually am able to contain myself after years of uncontrollable rage, including road rage, of which I've also gotten better on. Yeah, so, so, so it is important to let go and forgive. You got to, right, as you best really you do, can. Because you know what? That's, Except for those neighbors, the ones no, that really No, even me the off. neighbors and even your know. family. I'm because, still working through that one. Because that's what makes people really sick. And so in my company, Shield of Life, which I always like to put a plug in and we'd always love to see you, we have five keys to longevity. Nutrition, exercise, sleep, and spirituality and community. And spirituality is learning how to let go of the people that harmed you, forgive them, because it only hurts you. Oh, no. So on that, let's take a break. I just, yeah, I just, I just let it dwell, kind no. of smolder. Because that's right? that, that's what chronic inflammation and free radicals no, Andrew, do. We can talk me. about it. You out of say, sight, out of mind. Yeah, people say that until you get to be older, and it's the old guys that sit with me as they're facing death, and we got to let it go. So it does come back to haunt you. You want to so, sing that song on the way out? Let, let it, it go. go. <laughs> let, let it go. go. Forgive and let it go. <laughs> You're making up your own song. Now. All right, we're <laughs> going to take a quick break. If you have any questions for myself or Dr. Andrea, you can email us at the doctors in D O C T O R I S I N at WNZF.com. You're listening to the doctors in on WNZF News Radio, 1550 AM, 94.9 FM. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment. Radiology Associates has been a trusted name in Volusia, Flagler, and St. John's County for over 50 years. Radiology Associates is the first and only radiology provider to bring our neighbors of Flagler County 3 Tesla MRI, 64 Slice CT, and Time of Flight PET CT in our Palm Coast Imaging and Town Center Imaging locations. This is our community. Our doctors live here and strive to provide only the best care to you, our neighbors. For more information about Radiology Associates, visit us online at radiologyassociatesimaging.com. we're back. Uh, we've been talking about living a, a healthy and productive life and Long being, life. And being uh, in sync with the world around you and trying to use your God-given talents to better uh, your family life and your community. And I think the, um, the advantage of doing all that is that you will be in the right state of mind to basically keep your body and mind healthy, right? So right. It's, 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 that's your reward for being altruistic and kind to the rest of the world. And um, we kind of went through some of my own struggles and with um, patience and uh, being able to talk to people respectfully and responsibly and, and listening to their side of the story. And I, in my youth, uh, probably had a short fuse and would fly off the handle when I thought people weren't doing uh, what I expected them to do. But I told you before the break that I actually had a recent um, episode that I thought I handled myself really well, and I want to share it with you. So I was... Uh, I have a couple of partners in my group and we own little pieces of land and we're trying to develop one of those pieces down in Daytona to put a food truck park on there. And uh, it's, Maybe they're going to have 
food one day, a truck that's got Shield of Life healthy Maybe. food choices on there. Yeah, if anyone it. wants to eat that, I don't know. I think they want something that tastes good. So yeah, as long as you make it great. taste good. But we'll yeah, see. I we'll see what happens. make them taste great. But anyway, so we're going through the city process of trying to you know, get approval, and they're making us jump through all these hoops, and it's costing us money and all that. So we all have to contribute you know, to this account that we have, this joint account. And one of my partners using control of all this moved our accounts from Regions to Bank of America because there's something they did at Regions that he was upset with, so they moved to Bank of America. So we had to add some monies to this account. And, you know, it was a fairly substantial amount. Each of us had to contribute a couple thousand bucks to this. So that was about 5,000, I think. So I go and he says, we all need to put more money in because of the expenses. So I go over to Bank of America and I have a check written out to our company and uh, for $5,000. And I go in and I try to deposit it into the account. And I, you know, and I walked up, I said, I think my partner moved our account over to here. And I told her the name and she goes, well, do you have a deposit slip? And I'm like, no, but I mean, I, I know the name of the company. And she goes, well, I can't do that. And I said, well, when we were at Regions, when I would walk into the bank and I would say, you know, you, you know, can you just look up this account, make sure it's there. And when they saw the name, they said, yeah, we have that account. They would take the check from me. She goes, well, we don't play that game. It's just rolling the dice. And if it goes into the wrong account, then we're responsible. I'm like, I'm willing to take the chance. I don't think there's too many people. If you could just look it up and see if there's more than one, and then we can discuss it. And then her partner comes in there, and they both start kind of yelling at me. I mean, in, I'm in the lobby, and they're both telling me, you know, kind of angrily that they're not taking my money. And I told him, I said, I'm making this, a deposit. I said, what bank ladies, doesn't want you to take I said, a deposit? That's exactly what I said to him. I'm like, I have never I have been in a bank, in a bank that didn't want to take money. I go, this is kind of weird to me. And she goes, sir, we have certain rules and regulations. This is how we're going to do it. In years past, I would have demanded to see the bank manager. I, I would, would have, have gently still d- asked for the bank manager. Well, I kind of backed off. <coughs> I went over and tried to call my partner to see if he could give me the account number that I could then write on the check and give it back to him. And he was getting some dental cleaning or something, so he wasn't available. So I just peacefully left, didn't say anything, didn't give any finger gestures or anything like that. <laughs> and I was pretty proud of myself. Yeah, I'm I proud had, of you. Because I looked at him and I didn't respond as much as I wanted to go over there. That these are idiots. And just say, you girls are morons. Yeah. I said, you're not a very good representative for the bank and you're right. ba- ba- really not good ambassadors. I no. said, I've never seen a bank not willing to take... It's Especially not like was, Bank of America, such a big bank. And that's not it's like crazy. I was going in there asking for some kind of you know, de- you know know withdrawal. I'm like, yeah. I want to give you money. I go, you know, at the end of the day, if it's in the wrong account, that can be rectified. But I don't think there's going to be more than one company that says this name on it. But anyway, so I think I've gotten better. I, I'm doing good. And I feel good I was about really, myself. I, I'm, I'm proud of you. So am I. And the reality is, is when you yell at somebody... A lot of times you just you feel you fester all day long. You're right. You do. You do and, fester, and, and it but does it does feel good. Stay, at, the time. at the time, you feel justified to defend your side, but then at the end, you feel like you know what? It, it just ruins your day because it just sets up a negative well, thing. And and you know what? That anyone could realize <laughs> that was a bad decision for any bank. They could get. They could not be lazy. They could look up the account. They could talk to a she manager. Absolutely refused to look on the computer. I'm like. Can you guys just look to see how many accounts you have? She goes, well, it could be this with an LLC. It could be this incorporated. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's only one. But, you know, just look. We're not doing that. Okay. (laughs) 
Okay, I love. But I think I've gotten that attitude dealing with some of the frustrations I had with the hospital over the years. And I know that me yelling at the nurse or the tech or whoever is on the phone who is not doing what I expect them to do to help me take care of my patient is just a waste of time. Because if you do that directly to an employee of that hospital, since I don't employ them, they go to their supervisor, and the next thing you know, you're sitting in the chief medical officer's office tell, having her tell you that you need anger management training, right. right? Because you fly off the handle. So the way I handle that now is when I get pushback, I mean, I'm, I think I've told you guys this before, I'll be finishing up a stroke, and I've extracted the, the clot out of the brain, and, you know, the protocol is they go to the surgical ICU right after. And I've had innumerable cases where the surgical ICU says they don't have any beds and they're not taking the patient. I don't really have an option, okay, because that's where they're supposed to go. And you can't leave them in the, in the, I can't, in the radiology suite. I can't leave them in radiology. The PACU, you know, the post-anesthesia recovery unit's not going to take them. So every time I've learned not to get on the phone with the nurse and, you know, threaten them and tell them patients coming up, prepare yourself because that's just going to get me in trouble. I just call the administration who pays them, right? They're the ones that are in charge of their paycheck. And I explain to them, I say, listen, guys, I'm going to be done here in 15 minutes with my patient. They need to take this patient up there. They're telling me they're not going to. Can you please fix this for me? And within 10 minutes, I'm getting a call back from administration, and they're saying, Dr. Clears, your patient is going to room 1322. They'll be waiting for you. And I'm like, awesome. And I never have to yell at anyone, right? right. Because the administration well, takes care of you just need to know that. the chain of command. That's exactly right. So, you know, that's the Always thing you have to do. And, I'm, you know, I think social media has helped with this a little bit because, you know, instead of yelling directly at the person who couldn't care less, you can actually, you know, make the owners of the company aware of the situation by going in and, and explaining your frustrations and difficulties because nobody wants a bad review on social media. I didn't do that with Bank of America. I didn't think it was worth it at the time. Uh, but, you know, if I, I really wanted my partner to send me the uh, account number so I could write it on the check and then go back into that bank and hand it to them. And then if they gave me any more stuff, then I was going to ask to well, see no, the no, manager. Be, because then you would need a deposit check. They would want the deposit, well, the deposit but, slip. But as I said, all I needed was an account number or oh. a deposit slip just so oh. they could look up the account. Right. And I, that's when I told them, I said, well, just look up and see this name. I bet you there's only one, but whatever. The most important thing, like we talked about earlier, is, you know... You making, held your, you held your I held, peace. I, I, I made peace with it. You know, my, zen, my, my, uh, my chakras were all aligned. I was in a zen state. I didn't <laughs> decompensate as I did in the past. Um, I've never gotten into a road rage incident where I got shot or maimed. So, you know, I survived all that. And hopefully I'm passing on my experience to my son, who also has an issue with road rage. Right. And, and also... Which I'd like to blame on Andrew's side of the family, but I know that one comes from me. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I have all the other problems. 100%. Right. But, but the reality is for those that are listening, it is very important to, to find peace, find happiness, and find purpose. No matter how old we are, I just dealt with a gentleman whose wife passed away in the last year, and he's had three other family members, very close family members die, and he's really, really been struggling with his purpose because any of you out there if you've had your parents pass away and um, you were very close to them you have this weird feeling that you're supposed to go to and then you look and say wait a minute I have my own kids and my husband I'm not supposed to go anywhere but you you feel this sense of doom 
and and the sense the world is done for you too and it takes a little bit of time to get over that feeling but but we all have a purpose you know and every human being has a purpose no matter how funny or different they may be and it's it's sometimes the beautiful thing is to see what it is in them that is that is special and when we can identify that and help them bloom you know and become their best it makes for a very beautiful world and when we do that within our own heart and in our own lives it makes us have a much better life as well so with that what are we done i think so i think we still have a couple more minutes if you yeah. want to like plug something here you want to talk about your shield of well, life again, we can or? always do shield of life because that's what we teach we teach healing but we teach about free radicals because when you're under a great deal of stress it induces free radicals. Those free radicals cause <laughs> DNA mutation for cancers. They cause endovascular narrowing, which is inflammation inside the blood vessel. I think what's amazing vessel. about all of this is And it also that, causes receptors on yeah. cells to not communicate but well. But what's, what's really neat, I think, is as we learn more science and we now understand the chemistry and physiology of why certain events in our life are detrimental to our health... It all fits together. And, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this in the past, but I'm not a very religious person. I don't really believe in organized religion because I don't think any of them have it 100% correct. Well, a lot of them have done a lot of bad things for, for society. Sure. For sure. But some I have do. done a great and, things you for know, The basic constructs of religion are very good as long as they don't think they're better than everyone else. You know, that's when I have a problem with it. But, you know, if it makes you a better person, I'm good. But I do believe in God and I believe that, you know, things are just too perfect to uh, assume that this was all a uh, construct of evolution, you know, and whether God just set the, you know, the ball and mo the, the, the ball rolling and got the gears turning for the world and put all the elements on her on earth that were able to come together to make us these functioning human beings and have all these intricate little tiny chemical reactions going on a billion times every second that allows us to talk to you and you to understand us and to function the way we do and how the chemistry and the physiology is so delicate and any disruption in any of that is detrimental to our health and why things like stress or not eating right um, can be explained from a chemical standpoint of why they're not good for us and that's the amazing part to me so you know we always knew that stress and not eating right is not good for you, but now we're actually understanding the intricacies of the chemistry and the physiology behind it, and it's absolutely fascinating to me. And um, I was talking to some people yesterday, I was at a VCMS event, and they were really big on vitamin D, like you are, Andrea. Yeah, and uh, vitamin D is a huge impact. Right, so, you know, that's that was kind of what COVID taught us, is that these people um and they they were doing some kind of uh they did some kind of autopsy. There was some study where they did autopsies on these patients who all died of like COVID, and their vitamin D levels were like like less than ten. Yep. You know. Yep. And so th there's a a lot of you know science behind that, and if you look at you know, when we're out in the sun for a couple, out, a couple, you know, a little bit of time every day, you're getting that sun exposure that's making your vitamin D that reduces your risk of illness, including cancer. So, you know, we're, we're meant to interact with our environment and be out in nature. And then, you know, because of our lifestyles, if you can't, you can supplement your diet with some of these things that help. But, you know, it's really cool stuff. And, you know, we'll get into more of this on future shows. I mean, I know we've talked about some of it in the past, but I think with that, we 
We just need you to go out there and serve your community, serve your family, and be happy and be healthy. Well, and the other thing is to, for those of you that don't have a relationship with God, is to start communicating because he does show himself to you. The more you Don't get too look, religious on our show. Well, it's not religion. This has to do with spirituality. Okay. You get so spiritual. Don't get religious. The, the point is, is, is having, asking, and beginning to see, you will see how amazing God is and the universe is and how it all works together. And so with that, I hope you start communicating and write in some cool stories if you got them. We'd love to hear them. All right, guys, if you have any questions for ourselves, uh, for myself, for ourselves, for yourself, for my, for my, <laughs> if you have any questions for anyone sitting in here, including the dogs, you can email us at the doctors <laughs> in D-O-C-T-O-R-I-S-I-N at WNZF.com. Of course, I'm Dr. Scott. That's Dr. Andrea. Our two dogs are Sparta and Angelina. If you want to write to them, as always, stay happy, stay healthy. The doctors are out. We'll see you guys next time. The Doctor Is In Radio Show, paid for by Radiology Associates.